Are you struggling with brand clarity, confidence, and creating content that connects? Want to brand yourself or your business, but don't know where to begin? Or are you frustrated because you're doing all the things you see everyone else doing, but you aren't getting more clients? You're telling everyone what you do, but no one hears you. It's like you're speaking a foreign language because your message isn't resonating. I hear you. The overwhelm is real. I feel your pain and frustration. I've been there. It wasn't overnight that I grew my business and figured out how to create a cohesive and consistent brand message that builds genuine connections and gets more clients. In fact, I did everything the hard way and I want to make it easier for you because I've been in your shoes and I don't want you to struggle anymore. I am offering brand strategy, clarity, confidence, and connection coaching sessions to help you master your brand messaging and be seen and heard as the expert you are. In a one hour strategy session, we'll dive deep into your values, visions, and passions to create absolute clarity around your brand messaging and business. You'll not only have absolute clarity for your brand messaging, but you'll feel confident. When you are confident, you will trust yourself more and be able to create content, content that genuinely connects and helps your ideal audience get to know, like, and trust you. After working with Tracy for only one hour, she said, Robin's branding expertise was not only insightful, but empowering. She gave me a clear vision of my personal brand and how I can market myself as an authority in higher education. The blueprint she gave me for creating a personal brand is very detailed, but most importantly, gives me confidence that I can and will continue to transform business initiatives within higher education programs and help and inspire others to do the same. Don't you want to achieve that sense of clarity and confidence to feel empowered to inspire your audience? I believe you can and will when we work together. Now, if you're envisioning yourself feeling anxious and frantically taking notes during this session, don't worry. You don't have to write anything down. The only thing you need to do is focus on the strategy session and learning, and I'll take care of everything else. You'll receive a comprehensive blueprint from me outlining everything we've talked about with action items that will take your brand messaging to the next level and attract more clients. Do you want absolute clarity on your brand messaging and to know how to connect with your ideal audience to attract more clients? Then this strategy session is for you. Don't waste any more time spinning your wheels. Go to therobingram.com shop to schedule your session today. Hurry, because I have limited spots per month so that I can give you the attention you deserve. I can't wait to work with you and watch your brand messaging and business transform. Hello friends, welcome to the second phase podcast. I'm Robin Graham, your host, and a brand marketing strategist and photographer passionate about helping women connect and grow their audience and get more clients. I am so excited you're here with me today to chat all about branding, personal development, and life overall in the second phase. What is the second phase? The second phase for me was a change in careers and learning how to navigate a new world and build the business from the ground up when I was actually terrified to put myself out into the world as something new. For some, the second phase is a significant lifestyle change, a traumatic loss, a move, an illness. It could be any number of things. 
No matter the definition of your second phase, we are here together to learn about creating a brand that stands out and makes an impact and grow as our authentic selves and follow our callings, our passions, our visions, and our values. Now grab your cup of coffee or the dog's leash and let's dive into a new episode. Hello friends. I have a very special guest with me today. She is a fellow introvert and a virtual business expert. Julia Armet is a community leader who believes in high-touch, high-tech, and shares her innovative business practices for virtual entrepreneurship by leading a community of powerful, passionate, and purposeful service professionals. She's a former matchmaker who is energized by service and community and is going to inspire you to follow your visions, your values, and passions to a life of fulfillment. Be sure to listen to the end because Julia has a very special gift for you. Julia Armet, welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Robin. I'm excited that you're here. I love your backstory, and we're going to jump into that. I can't wait for you to tell the audience a little bit about your very interesting and dynamic role as a matchmaker and how you really created such a strong business ethic, acumen, and everything around that experience. So if you will, please tell the audience a little bit about yourself, and then we'll jump into the rest of the interview. Absolutely. Well, it's really amazing to even think about the backstory of matchmaking and even take it one step ahead of that and thinking about what allowed for me to step into that role in the first place back in 2013. But it comes back to being a connector and I am an identical twin. And so when you're born an identical twin, you have connection really as the North Star where you were born into a world where you have a mirror and you're looking at the other person and really being able to know your authenticity and individuality and also know your difference. And so growing up as a twin and really being such an observer, I studied people. And so I always tell people my first job was a student. I was a student of people. I was a student of academia. And when I went through my schooling, it really was all about identity. I went to New York University's Gallatin School of Individualized Study and I studied identity formation. And so when I graduated and I ended up going into hospitality, it was again, continuing to master people. And yet at the same time, I started to also master money. And so it was this question of how can I meet a lot of people and how can I make a lot of money? And it really was taking that social impact piece and that desire to really make a difference in people's lives. But at the same time, I wanted to have sustainability and make money so that I could be self-sufficient, independent, and really be fulfilled in my lifestyle. In hospitality, I recognized it was possible However, I was on my feet a lot and being on my feet a lot and really just being exhausted physically from 40 plus hours per week in hospitality, midtown Manhattan, hotel lobby, serving food and beverage took a lot. And so when I knew that purpose of connection, I knew that purpose of social impact, it was a matter of at a certain moment, I recognized I want to go online and see what opportunities existed online. So this was very much forward thinking back in 2013, before people were making businesses online. I'm this 24-year-old girl and I'm like, I'm going to find an online job. And I went on to Craigslist one evening and I saw this post and the tone of this post was very familiar. And I ended up applying to be a matchmaker. And when I got a response for this ad, it was from E. Jean Carroll. 
who I had read my whole life growing up. I was reading the ASCII gene articles ever since I was like 13 years old. She was looking for matchmakers to be a part of this new company she was building. And I said, yes, I said yes to being a matchmaker. And very quickly, I stepped into a role that was both online and offline. So while I was running my business at home, sitting on my couch all day, doing the operational stuff on the back end, I'd then be going out there in Manhattan and meeting people, connecting. And so it was the best of both. And because I was so passionate about it, very quickly, I ended up becoming the top performing matchmaker. And they moved me into a role where it was my responsibility to source, mentor, onboard, then offer a lot of continuing education to a national growing community of matchmakers. And so from there, it became taking everything that I had learned through mastering both operations and service and translating that to people. So it was seven years of truly beyond just the gift of knowing how to connect. It was really a mastery of knowing how to run business. And so today as the founder of Higher Playbook, which is a platform for powerful, passionate, and purposeful service professionals to build their businesses. I've learned so much just about how you can simultaneously create high-touch and high-tech experiences and really create an income doing what you love. Oh, I love that. I love it. I love the high-touch and high-tech phrase. Yeah. And I love the fact that you're, through the Higher Playbook, you're offering to service providers, the opportunity to have high touch, high tech, but have that fulfillment and at the same time, create a lifestyle and make enough money to to live the way they want to live. Yeah. It's that curiosity around, well, what is possible? And the idea of higher playbook, initially it came to me it was in 2016, actually, where the word hire was really resonating in my consciousness. And Michelle Obama had said, when they go low, we go high. And thereafter, it was like, I wasn't really feeling in alignment with our culture. I wasn't really feeling in alignment with my purpose. And so it kept on echoing in my consciousness. And one day I was watching a Celtics game and this idea of higher playbook came to me where I recognized I'm here to create a higher standard of leadership. And the way to create a higher standard of leadership is allowing individuals to tap into the possibilities that exist when they are in alignment with their purpose, in alignment with their values, and playing out their dreams by their own rules. Today at Higher Playbook, purposeful professionals, service professionals from all around the world, they come together and they come together for the innovative learning and development programs that I offer. So we um, together are building our businesses and it is really enjoyable to witness people play out their dreams and empower people truly to master what is a space that I have a lot of experience in. Over the past decade, it's been a virtual world for me. And it's kind of second nature at this point to run my business virtually. And now that everybody else is kind of opening themselves up to what's possible virtually, I have to say anything is possible virtually and anybody can really learn through practicing, just showing up and sharing. Yeah, I agree 100%. So you said a few things there that, in fact, you've said so many things that I can't even (laughs) remember every single one in detail. But that higher standard of leadership, I want to talk a little bit more about that. And then the other thing you said is alignment of values. 
And from a personal branding perspective or brand strategy perspective, if we aren't living with our values at the core of everything we do, we're not going to find success and we can't be leaders. And so I would love for you to elaborate a little bit more about that, like linking the and aligning the values with that higher standard of leadership, because even for our younger generations, that that thought of leadership can be very intimidating. But I don't think it has to be as long as our values are at the core of of what we're doing. We can shine as leaders. Absolutely. I believe we're all leaders. I believe that every human being is a leader. And it's a study that I've mastered. It's called energy leadership, where energy leadership is all about knowing how to lead yourself so that you can then lead others. And this area was something that I got into in 2017, right after the election, where I started to question my why. And it was what I call spiritual stress. And at the time, I really didn't have that much exposure to personal development or professional development. I really didn't understand this idea of values. But what I was feeling was this spiritual disconnect where I didn't feel fulfilled. And knowing this, that there was more, that led me to working with a leadership coach. And at the time I was leading a lot of people. I was responsible to hundreds of contractors. I was running multi-million dollar operation. And it was really important for me at that time to take ownership of my power. And so when I consider what leadership is, it's the ability to pull from the power within and exercise ownership of who you are and what you do. And so with going and working with a leadership coach, I started to realize that I wanted to share the same practices and principles that I was mastering through that experience. And in that, I ended up going back to school at the Institute for Professional Excellence and Coaching. And that's when I started to get exposure to values and recognize that spiritual tension, spiritual stress is really when you are out of alignment with your values. And That's when this idea of purpose and this concept that I created called higher purpose training ground came into being. And I started to realize that regardless of where you are, you could be in a mundane job, you could be just in a circumstance that's been the same for the past decade. When you start to look at purpose and just like a gratitude journal, start to look at a purpose journal, a purpose journal allowed for me to know, okay, I feel most purposeful. When I'm in alignment with my values of connection, in my value of education, in my value of growth, in my value of innovation, in my value of belonging, and just being able to have values that I'm constantly checking in with. And then the curiosity to say, what value is regulating this behavior? That extra consciousness every single day allowed me to have greater leadership over my own actions. And knowing exactly why I do everything, I say how we do anything is how we do everything. And so your values that regulate your everyday are really your compass. And that is the higher playbook that I speak of, the way that your values can lead you and the way that you can lead your values in creating the life of your dream. Oh, I love that. I love it. There's so much power in that. Now, when people come to you, what is the number one question that they have? What are they struggling with that the higher playbook and you working together with them can solve? Like, what do you see that problem is? Because I'm thinking to myself, you know, my listeners are 
female entrepreneurs primarily. I think we have a few men out there as well, but there are people who are, you know, either getting ready to transition into the second phase, contemplating leaving that job security to jump into the second phase, or have had some major life event that has led them to their second phase. And anytime we're moving from something that we know to something that is new, or we're putting ourselves out there on the limb, fear is bubbling up inside and self-doubt, imposter syndrome, all those things come into play. And when those come into play, I think we lose the sense of following our values and we lose that sense of leadership because of self-doubt. So I'm curious if like my listeners are exactly like the, the people that are coming to you as well and what those problems really are that your programs solve. Yeah, it's really interesting because I think about problem. I also think about possibility and when I witness powerful people who have built incredible success and that they're not fulfilled and generally very proactive people, social doers who are looking to make transitions, those individuals come to Higher Playbook with the question, how am I going to create my next level of success? And it's that, okay, I'm in one foot here and one foot here because how am I going to be able to create a six, seven-figure salary as an entrepreneur. And in that moment of how, they come to me to learn how, and yet it really is a discovering of who. And so it's interesting because as much as it might be, okay, how do I build this part of my business? Another fundamental belief of those individuals who come to me is I can. And so there's this deep, deep knowingness of I can. And so when people come to the higher playbook and there's a sense of community where we meet every week for the Higher Playbook Collective twice a week. And the value proposition is we build our businesses together. And it's that consistency and dedication to showing up and trusting your own decision making so that you write your own higher playbook. And that conviction in who you are and that knowingness of what your values are in guiding your everyday actions allows for you to craft the how with the additional guidance and best practices that I share in my virtual learning and development program. So. I see it as very much both existing. I'm sharing a lot of how, technical expertise, business expertise, business strategy, and even consulting, but also the coaching as well and the who. So the cool part of Higher Playbook is we're bridging both consulting and coaching services to empower leaders to really live out their dreams and have the confidence to make that big leap into their second phase. Yeah, you spoke of consistency and showing up consistently, and that's very important. And that is how we build the no like, and trust factor. And the other thing you spoke of was trust. And when I think of trust, it's not just getting other people to trust us, us, but through building our own confidence, we can trust ourselves. And once we trust ourselves, that is when we're able to then build those connections effectively. Amazing. Self-trust is huge. And what's so interesting is as a little girl, my mom would always tell me, answer a question with a question. And in that, it was always giving people their power back. If somebody were to come to me and say, Julia, please advise my immediate instinct is, well, what would you do? And it's really interesting because in a day and age where you see a lot of thought leaders telling others how to, 
I think it's equally critical that we empower our following to really have that self-trust. And that self-trust starts with really honoring your intuition, honoring your knowingness. And I'm not sure if you've read Glennon Doyle's Untamed, have you? Mm-hmm. She talks about knowingness. Mm-hmm. And the knowingness and really being able to trust that knowingness is a practice. Michelle Obama was saying this too, and she's somebody who I really see as a tremendous role model. And when she was speaking to Oprah, she used this metaphor on a vision tour where she said, if you're in the woods with your friends and you're on one trail, everybody's walking down that trail. We each have our own pace. We each have our own path. And so it's really cool to recognize the ability for all of us to be one and part of a community, the collective, that's a higher playbook collectives community. But at the same time, be in alignment with your authentic playbook, the higher playbook that is all yours. And that is mastery in itself. Mastery is being able to trust yourself enough to follow your own inner compass. And even if no one else is braving the wilderness, you're braving your own wilderness. And it really does allow for you to emerge as a thought leader. Oh, I love that analogy. That's great. Have you joined the Brand Insider private Facebook group yet? If not, head on over to Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups slash the brand marketing insider, where we make branding fun. Every day we network and build community and genuine relationships and learn tips all about building a brand that stands out and makes an impact. I'd love to see you there. And I know everyone else in the group would love to learn from you and connect with you as well. So head on over there and join the Brand Marketing Insider private Facebook group. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about those best business practices for going virtual. We're still in the throes of COVID-19. I don't know (laughs) when or if this is going to end and we're going to see, you know, full light at the end of the tunnel. But with that being said, we've come a long way since March of 2020, where the reality is we're still in this place where either people are afraid to be face-to-face or work in an office building, or we have just shifted completely and gone virtual. But there are so many nuances to that. And the one thing you said earlier was that high touch, high tech. And I keep going back to that high touch. So what are some of those key practices that people can do to maintain that high touch? And before you start, I have this thought, you know, a lot of people have said, you know, introverts are thrilled with all of this because we don't have to exert all that energy to go face to face and have all of those interactions. This is great. We're comfortable sitting behind a screen. But then you have the extroverts who are struggling tremendously and depression is setting in because they need the energy that they get from other people. So with those thoughts in mind, what are those key practices to maintain that high touch concept? Amazing. I'm glad you brought that up about introvert because I am an introvert. So I can speak from the experience of being an introvert and the value of having a virtual presence as an introvert, but this is going to apply to extroverts as well. And if there's one thing that I will say my success formula has been just over the past decade, it's showing up and sharing and it's your belief system first. So as far as really first starting with your beliefs and knowing that anything is possible on the world wide web and starting with the vision and knowing, okay, 
if I were to offer a service, what does that service look like? That visualization comes first. And I know that it's almost just trusting that whatever great idea comes through, it's the great idea that you are convicted on that you'll say yes to that then becomes what you base your business strategy around. Next comes strategy. And when it's about strategy, it's almost doing an inventory to recognize if I were to go into virtual business, what would that look like? And if connection is a cornerstone, you really want to have that connection with people, you really think about how can I insert my values into something more practical? And so what I call that in a concept is playing purposefully, taking your vision and all the values of your vision and connecting them down to earth with literal ways. And so for me, one of the things that I do weekly is I show up virtually for community. And that means spending quality time together. Infusing the love languages into your business is something that I speak a lot about when it comes to building a virtual business. Less about even the quantity of connections, but more about the quality, the quality time spent really deeply connecting. That's what allows for people to feel purposeful, feel interconnected. And I know that it's that connection piece that really does significantly impact mental health. Now, once you do have a strong vision and strategy around business, the actual ongoing thread that allows for people to be prosperous in virtual business is like you talk about branding and marketing PR. So it's important that when you are branding and considering how you're going to be going out there in the world and sharing your products and services, it's more about who you are and the practical consistency of how am I going to be sharing who I am. So if you just took that one question of how am I going to be sharing who I am and you create the plan around it, Thereafter, in mastering the technical tools like Zoom, for example, or mastering the technical tools like an email list, or mastering a marketing calendar where you understand a little bit more about seasonality and even publicity, it really is taking your values, taking what you know your vision is, and understanding your mission so that you can then, in that embodiment of who you are, play it out purposefully. For those who are interested to learn more best practices that are technical in my virtual kickstart and virtual mastery programs, it really is showing people A to B, the essential skills to succeed in online business. And I can tell you more about those skills, but I definitely do want to be previewing it all because for those who want to attend the virtual kickstart, it is something that I'm going to be offering your listeners to be a part of our upcoming virtual kickstart in September. Yeah. I love that, that you're very generously offering that to my listeners. I really appreciate that. And I'm, I'm hoping that a lot of them sign up because I think they'll find so much value in it. I have to say, I love how you talk about the visions and the values. And you also have your passion that you talk about as well, because when I'm talking with my clients and we're talking about finding clarity in, and confidence in our messaging, I use the what I call my brand equation, which is you take your values and your visions and you, your passions and collectively that's where your purpose or your niche is going to lie. And so I love that you're talking about all of these things and how we can look at all of those and then decide how are we going to communicate 
those because those are who we are. How are we going to communicate those? And I love it because that's exactly what I do. But <laughs> I love it that this is the conversation we're having because I think it's so empowering to realize that we are all leaders. We all have these gifts within us and we all have values and visions and passions that are inspiring us or triggering our actions every day. So to be able to then communicate those is the key to finding success. And you don't have to be in person in a brick and mortar building to be able to do that. You can do it online. I think that there's more intimacy in online business than in real world business, because like being in the comfort of your own home and being able to show up in a way that is authentic to who you are. So it's something that I know people have some hesitation around if they're new to virtual, but when you start practicing showing up regularly and being a part of great conversations with others, it makes a big difference. And another thing I want to say, just highlighting what you talked about with MVP, when you go to business school and you learn executive function and you're like, I need to create a business plan. That doesn't really feel as enjoyable. Yet when you approach business with the planning and you see business plans as ongoing of getting back in touch with who am I? Why do I do what I do? What values are important to me? And you really incorporate that into just your business ongoing and checking in with those questions as far as values. That's the consistent pulse that allows for you to be in alignment long-term and sustainability is a byproduct of the growth and the evolution of your values and your brand in the course of building your business. So I feel like branding isn't necessarily going to be just staying the same. Rather, your brand is always growing and evolving with you. Yes, absolutely. I agree 100%. And I'm a perfect example of that. You know, I started with a doctorate in pharmacy doing one thing and then completely transitioned. And I thought, photography is where I was going to be aligned. But then I realized that wasn't giving me the opportunity to educate and teach and share the way that I'm fueled to do. So that's where the branding component came in. And it is funny how you, I think it's important. It's not funny. It's important that we all recognize that, that we may think we're one person and our brand should be one way today, but two weeks from now, we could have a life experience that is going to force transition or transformation on us. And being able to be sustainable with our true selves and our authenticity, I think, is what is key in terms of sticking to those values and adhering to the, to the values, visions, and passions that are so empowering. Yeah. I think it's very liberating too to tell people it is an ongoing process because when you hear, okay, I got to create a business plan, it can be stunting and you might procrastinate on it. When you're like, you are a dynamic human being and your brand is consistently evolving, but it's your knowingness about how to exercise branding, how to practice branding. And so that way you can come up with your own ways. What's cool about your story is you had the ability to identify when the misalignment happened or when the lack of fulfillment happened. And I feel like honoring that emotion when you know there's more is where it starts. And it doesn't mean completely changing. You've mastered the skills that you're going to be using in your coaching practice in your photography business. Mm -hmm. And so it's not as incredible of a pivot as people might think 
because you're just being Robin and being Robin, but basically shifting up the market opportunity. It is consistently being who you are that will remain the same. And so for anyone who's making a big leap and moving into their second phase, one thing that I will say is if you have something that seems so desperately different than what you are currently doing, question what the sameness is. Question how you can be that authentic self that you are and bring those gifts into the new space because it's everything that you've mastered in your journey that will allow for you to be successful in whatever new venture you embark on. Yes. I love that you said that. Perfect. It's absolutely perfect. So the one thing I want to jump back real quick before we close out to when you were talking about you know, being virtual and the ways that you can do that effectively. And you talked about Zoom and then you talked about email lists and those are so incredibly powerful, but you own those platforms and any content you put out through those. And I think that's really important because as you were talking, I was thinking, oh, we have Facebook groups too, but yet our Facebook groups could go away at any given point in time. We don't necessarily own those. So I think it's important to note that if we have Zoom, we can then create blog posts from anything we put out through a video on Zoom. We could put it on YouTube. You can repurpose it and share it on LinkedIn or anywhere. But to create that and have that audio recording or that video recording of whatever you're doing or whoever you're working with is very powerful. And then the email list too, to be able to stay in constant contact with your ideal audience is super great. It's all interconnected. And the concept that I share a lot is your virtual initiative. And it's almost like a double entendre because you can think about initiative like, okay, a grand event, like a PR initiative, something that is a series of communications. You can also think of initiative though as the power within you and the ability to take that forward action. And so when I think about the interconnectedness of an email list, a Facebook group, a Zoom event, when I create systems for people to go into virtual business and we create those systems together, it is looking at all of it. It's looking at the email list, it's thinking about the Facebook presence, it's thinking about the Zoom productions, and you're creating an integrated approach so that all of the moving parts of your business operation go hand in hand. And I call it the 8P framework for virtual mastery. And it covers everything from knowing your purpose to creating your package to designing your presentations that you put out there to the world and implementing your playing fields, which are the technical tools, directing your publicity and being that marketing professional who you are and being very clear on what your key messages are. And then, of course, having a point of sale and then the consistency of mastering that. I call it your performance. And mastering your performance so that you're able to put on these amazing productions that create a social impact, whether it's an email, whether it's a Zoom event, whether it's a Facebook post, we're always showing up and sharing who we are. And it really is an ongoing mastery that I know anyone can really accomplish when they have the discipline to commit to their passion. Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. And I love those. I love alliteration. So your eight P's are right up my alley. <laughs> I love your C's. I, I, I actually met, met you through something that you did about the C's. And you talk- oh, that's right. A presentation, a virtual presentation, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. I approach that. 
So, okay, Julie, when you talk about your programs, are you, you work with individuals or are they all group programs? Because I know you're going to share the link to the Kickstarter program. Is that like a mastermind, a group program? Is it a one-on-one? Virtual Kickstart is a five-day group experience. And then Virtual Mastery is an eight-week group experience. I partner privately with clients. That is a higher price point. It's for individuals who really want to fast track their business development. And I love that. I think it's so amazing when I can work one-on-one. And it's highly intensive where we sit down together and we build businesses together. For a more accessible experience, Virtual Kickstart and Virtual Mastery really came out of COVID when I recognized Purposeful people, purposeful professionals were questioning how, and Mm -hmm. I wanted to really make that how clear in terms of what allowed for me in my own higher playbook to be successful virtually. So uh, those programs, virtual kickstart and virtual mastery, one of them is a program that I'm going to give everybody in the audience free access to in September. The other one, virtual mastery, there's three different ways that you can be a part of that. And a couple of the VIP um, virtual mastery memberships are allowing you to also have one-on-one connection with me. So I think having both that one-on-one time in that group um, does a lot for your confidence and there's personalization while at the same time, a lot of community. Yeah, which is so important. I think when we have like-minded people in our community, it helps us go a lot farther, especially in terms of building that confidence and trust for ourselves as well as with others. It's a consistency to show up. And when you have a community of people who you're accountable to and people who you really get excited to see, it makes it really easy to take that forward action. And business is fun and business is really, really enjoyable, especially when you are able to have other people there cheering you on and people who can teach you and people who you can teach too. We're all both teachers and students in our business development. Yeah, I love that. That's well said because it's very, very true. Okay, so I think we're at the end of the interview, which I'm sad about because I've loved this conversation. But how can the listeners find you and how can they access your very generous gift of the Kickstarter program? Amazing. So my website is www.hireplaybook.com. When you go under hireplaybook.com backslash services, the virtual Kickstart is a program that you'll get access to when you sign up for the ultimate virtual facilitators playbook. And so I'm giving everybody a free passcode called free kickstart, free kickstart for that specific product for that virtual kickstart playbook. We'll give you everything you need to know about the five day event in September, September 21st through September 25th. Another thing I will say is connect with me on Facebook. You can join the higher playbook collective overarching community for free. And for those of you who are interested to join our private mastermind, which meets on Tuesdays and Thursdays for business development, the higher playbook collective private mastermind is something that you can learn more on my higherplaybook.com website. My name is Julia Armetto. So as much as my brand is higher playbook, if you guys are curious to just connect with me as a human being, my name is Julia Armet. You can connect with me on Facebook as well. My email is Julia at higherplaybook.com and I'm an open book. Oh, thank you so much for being here, Julia. I so enjoyed our conversation. Me too, Robin. I also love that you're a poodle person because I um, am a poodle person too. (laughs) I I love poodles. And I think it's like, when you think about branding, it shows a lot about just your character. It's like Uh playful. It's super strategic. It's also 
really feminine. And I just love um, that we can relate in our love for poodles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so our dog, well, we had a golden doodle that was an F1B. So she was three quarters poodle and she looked like a poodle. Like you would never have guessed she had any golden doodle in her. And then we got our second one and she is, I'm not sure what she looks like. My husband says she looks like Rod Stewart. Sing <laughs> <laughs> Maggie May to her. Sing Maggie May. She'll love it. She'll love it. Yeah. But that poodle in them, there is one time I have to tell this story really fast because my husband had an opportunity to take an expat role in France. And just outside of Paris. And so I was dead set. We're going. My daughter wasn't even a year old yet. And I bought her a little beret and we were going to do family pictures and send out an announcement saying, you know, we're off to Paris, blah, 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 blah. Well, it didn't end up happening, but I had said the first thing I'm doing is I am getting a French poodle when I am in France and I am going to walk that French poodle with Gracie in the buggy. <laughs> it's amazing. Poodles are really incredible animals and they're hunting dogs. And so I know. It's, it's something that whenever people see a poodle and they have any conceptions of a poodle, what I'll say is spend quality time with a standard poodle. And if you spend quality time with a standard poodle, you will be so in awe of the genius, the beauty, and also just the humanity. Oh yeah. I love poodles. Yeah, me too. Me too. On that note, everyone should go out and at least play with a a standard poodle, not the little ones, but the standard poodle, and then get one especially if you have the opportunity to adopt one because oh, they just make your home so, so, so great. All right. My poodle Maddie growing up, her full name was Madeline Dumont. And so we lived on Mountain Street at the time. So Madeline of the Mountain. And when she passed away, it was one of the hardest things that I ever experienced. And yeah. I feel like a poodle can teach you about love. And I know the same goes for you because I, I saw that post a few months ago. And what I'll say is, I understand because it's a love that no one really knows until they've experienced mm-hmm. the poodle. Mm-hmm. Well, and remember, you may have seen my post too about intuition and how I did a whole podcast episode on how dogs can teach you about intuition. And I swear our Daisy had so much intuition. She always knew exactly who in the in our home needed something, just that little bit of love in addition. And when they needed it. And to me that you were speaking of intuition earlier in the interview and that intuition is so, so powerful and we should always follow it. Always. Amazing. It really is very, very smart dogs. And the intuition is something that I've seen too. Poodles are very, very intuitive. Yeah. Well, thanks again, Julia. I'm so thrilled you were here. Thank you, Robin. It really is a pleasure to be here. And you teach me so much and I'm really a big fan of your podcast and also a big fan of Diva Girl. So shout out to Diva Girl Philadelphia. That's right. And Majette Reyes. Majette Reyes is amazing too. Yes. She also was a matchmaker. Yeah. That's how I know Majette. We met through that experience and I'm just so in awe of what she's built with Diva Girl. So a reflection of her energy is a reflection of her values and mm-hmm. she brings that same spirit to her work as a matchmaker. 
Yeah, she's she's very inspiring. So that's another, I will put all these links in the show notes. So the link to your program, as well as your website, your Instagram, your Facebook, everything. And then I'll also have the links to Majette and Diva Girl, because it is, especially for women looking to connect with a like with like-minded community, but also to find inspiration and just someone who is so incredibly supportive. It's a great organization to be in. So I'll, I'll put that link in the show notes as well. Yeah. And even if you're not in Philadelphia, I'm in Manhattan and I'll say it's a global community and mm-hmm. you lean in virtually and really feel a part of Diva Girl. Yeah. And it's a virtual community. So added bonus, you don't, you can be anywhere in the world and still join her organization. It's amazing. And that's a wrap friends. Thank you so much for listening today. I am grateful to have you here with me. If you enjoyed this episode and found the information helpful, will you please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review? That would mean the world to me. It will also help others find the podcast. I really look forward to getting to know my listeners. Will you please connect with me on Instagram? You can find me at the Robin Graham. You can also find me on Facebook and LinkedIn as Robin Graham. And I invite you to join my private Facebook group, the Brand Marketing Insider. Please spread the word about the second day's podcast. Until next time, remember to smile.